Welcome to Between Alpha and Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr, and with me I have the almighty Drew. Yo. And the delicious Caleb. Delicious. Damn. Oh my delicious. god. <laughs> Never been called delicious before. I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't like it I do. All. all right, fine. Yeah. Uh, we probably have said worse things to each other. Oh, God, yeah. I, I know that for a fact. But still, delicious? That's a first, and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> That's my job, to make okay, me cool. <laughs> the uncomfortable pod. I mean, it's it's equating me to, like, you know, a, a brisket, then that's fine, but... I was thinking, like, a succulent something, like a cake, maybe. Something a cake. S- yeah, succulent. I'm not sweet. And moist and mm, gooey. Moist. Yeah. Moist. That's a bad improv team name, Moist. I think it's moist. actually a, it's a real, which is a real one out there. I, I, they were good, but you know, I was like Moist. I see what you're doing, trying to run people away. <laughs> like just Moist. Like yeah, they were called Moist. All right, all right. I was like, mm, okay, I see what you're doing. You yeah. got my attention, and no, and people don't want to come now, but okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. They were good. They were very good. Hilarious. Mm. So at the top of the show, I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, I have a blog that I'm in the back of my mind subconsciously thinking about. It's been really hard to write with the world being on fire and me not knowing what to say. So I don't feel like it's appropriate to be like, hey, here's a fun blog about this when the world's on fire. So I've been really struggling with writing and stuff like that. And people are are blogging away. It's great. I'm not. Um, The live show will hopefully happen soon. I'm working on getting a camera. So we can do it on live on Twitch. Uh, that will be fun. And prices have gone down because everyone bought web cameras because everyone's stuck at home. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. And also we're talking about uh, the home church. I'm tr- just trying to figure that out because everyone's like the pandemic has now gotten even stronger. And just making sure everyone's safe and how to do it safely. And hopefully maybe doing it on Zoom is an option. I'm still pondering it, thinking about it. That's what I was going to do in August is the start this home church. And uh, just to have community again, but it seems like everything's on fire and everyone's dying, so I don't know if it's the best option right now. And so with that said, how's everyone doing? Oh, I'm I'm feeling succulent right now. Mm, and delicious. <laughs> delicious, succulent. Any way you would describe burnt ends is how I would describe myself right now. Yeah, you you were talking earlier that uh, you were really getting into the smoking game. Yeah, I I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> Uh, because I can't do improv anymore, uh, because theaters should not be open right now. And, you know, kudos to the theater community. They've kept it, they've kept themselves out of them for a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've been, I I got a smoker for my dad as like a congratulations on the house, uh, gift and probably part wedding present as well. And uh, pretty much every weekend now, I'm trying to find something else to smoke on there. Tonight, uh, when I get home, it's going to be chicken sausage and bacon. All right. Like, that might be kind of fun. So we'll see. Uh, next next weekend is a brisket and some wings. So it's like, come on, baby, let's let's keep this going. Get <laughs> my mo- get my mind off of depressing things like <laughs> wedding being possibly postponed a second time. And uh, you know, I'm starting a new job though, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working for a company for a while. Didn't really feel like a good fit, but this other company. Uh, so I'm about to be a government employee. Uh, I had applied for this job back in like <clears throat> January, I think it was, or February. And they weren't reaching out to anyone with everything happening with COVID. They came back later and were like, hey, do you want to interview now? I'm like, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I start with them August 11th. I'm very excited. It's nice. Awesome. Yeah. It's state government, right? 
I'll learn when I start. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to rub it in because I am a fed. Yeah. All right. There's a beef between state and fed. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope the Hatfields and McCoys both shoot each other. There's already beef between you guys. <laughs> yes, no there man. is. Mm. Some smoked beef. And, mm. it, and he's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. That's fine. <laughs> so I think the last time you were here, you had we were just moving you into the house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been about a month. Mm-hmm. How is it? How's the house? The house is great. Um, Kate and I are both working from home right now, which is great. Um, you know, we're, <clears throat> we've pretty much settled in. We're doing some now, uh, things just to, you know, keep it standing, like putting in a gutter protection system. We're looking at French drains for the backyard. Um, maybe a little landscaping too. Uh, the coolest thing is like the cats are the happiest they've ever been. I'm sure. Because there's so much more space. Um, my, my girl cat, Selena, who I will always love this cat. She's not the most affectionate cat ever. But she's so happy because she can just get away from the other cat if she wants. <laughs> just be alone. And the windows are so big that she can just look out and stare at the rabbits or birds or whatever and just be very happy with that. Uh, Benny, our, our uh, tabby, he is more cuddly than ever. It's just like once we moved in and everyone got out of the house, like they just wanted to explore and they just thought this is a kingdom. We have right. so much space to, to check out. So it's great. That's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Drew? How are you? I'm stressed, but excellent. Good. Yeah. What has uh, been going on with you the last couple of weeks? Well, the last time we were on the pod, we were talking about homes. Yes. For Schaefer and I. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about, had we put any offers down at that point? I can't remember. Yeah, you'd said one. Yeah. So that absolutely did not happen. Um, right. They had it listed for about seventy grand less than it was worth. Um, we don't wow. know how much it sold for, but I would assume close to around 200. So that was probably like a short sale where they're like, we got to get this off our hands and yeah. then hopefully get like into a bidding war with a couple people to get close right. to that. Yep. So that's so, crazy. So, you know, we offered asking price and then they immediately rejected it. Yeah. Didn't even counter offer, didn't tell us anything, which is fine. Um, we ended up discovering that the street was not a place where we wanted to live. Um, we did some more exploration and it's a dead end street, but at the very end of the street, there's like the houses look like they're made out of plywood and you know, everyone's just sitting out on their porch looking at you like you're doing something wrong or they have beware of dog signs everywhere. Oh, nice. With no dog. (laughs) Hey, hey, I have a beware of dog sign. Yeah, but that came with the house. (laughs) That I haven't taken off yet. (laughs) After how many years? Ten years. Ten years, yeah. He'll get to it sometime. Spring training of 21. It was a questionable area. You know, at first we were upset, but then we were relieved. Um, So in total, we have looked at nine houses. Wow. We put an offer down last week on one of the houses and they came back with a counter and they only wanted $2,000 more than what we originally put down it for price. And they wanted us to move the closing date back because they're moving to Florida okay. and they need more yeah. time. Yeah. So we were like, okay, as long as you cover closing costs, I don't care. 
And so they accepted that, and we had inspections done last week. And there's definitely some issues. Um, if, unless it's a brand new house, there's going to be issues. Yeah. It was it was built in the 30s, so oh, it's wow. all... wow. It's got some character. Mm-hmm. It's all plaster, not drywall. <laughs> but the plaster's in really good shape. The foundation is almost perfect. That's the big one. The roof was re- uh, redone in the last three to five years. That's the second one. And... Um, the the major issue with it is there's some plumbing problems. Ooh, okay. So for some reason the guy routed the sump pump directly into the drain system instead of putting it outside, which is against MSD's policy. So like he has to he has to fix that. Um, you know. Okay. And so I told and that's one of the things we said is like you have to take care of that or otherwise we're gonna have issues. Right. Right. <laughs> um. There's a leak underneath the bathroom. Underneath um, the bathroom? Yeah, okay. so from the oh, so ceiling. So it's coming through, like, the toilet probably or the Toilet shower. or bathtub, yeah. Okay. I'm, we're not sure, but it's a really slow leak, so there's definitely, like, some mold and some rot on yeah, a wood it, shelf below it. Yeah. But it looks like it's been leaking for, like, 50 years. Ooh, so you've probably thing. got water damage there. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, hopefully water, not termite, but it's probably water damage. There's no termites. Perfect. We paid for the really expensive inspection. Yep. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, they found all of this stuff, but there's no termites. Like I said, the foundation's great. Roof's great. Mm-hmm. Plaster's great. Um, and then, as well, where they put in the bathtub that's there now, they just cut a floor joist in half and left it there. <laughs> Underneath the bathtub. So that's a decision. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really support it, but it's a decision. Support, good yeah. pun. Yeah. Um, and so they, I told them, I was like, you need to reinforce where that floor joist is please, cut in half. Please, for your own safety. And then I also asked him, so the water heater works, mm. but the gas shutoff, you can't turn it with your hands. Oh, you got to get like a wrench. Yeah, yeah, and I told them to fix that so you can turn it with your hands okay there's also no drip leg so the water from the water heater that drips out the condensation just drips right onto the floor right next to it instead of over into the drain hmm so i asked him to fix that yeah and then he started converting some of the outlets over to three prong but he didn't ground them and so i said get an electrician in here change every you outlet. guys have you got them to do a lot well that's what i asked oh, okay all so right. they haven't come back yet mm-hmm. but out of all the stuff on there that they suggested that we repair we only put in like a third of the list yeah that's what we did as well they might counter so <clears throat> little trick here yeah we didn't have as many things like that. We were worried about the foundation because there was a few cracks, but we were like, okay, we'll put in for its drains. We'll do some work with that. Um, there was, so, you know, in like an attic, they'll have like these screens, you know, that are up there that like protect from like critters getting in. Basically. Oh yeah. They weren't in there for some reason. So we're like, well, that's kind of silly. Get someone to put those in. There was no smoke alarms. Uh, the thing that Kate almost wanted to back out on, was the fact that there was brown recluse spiders in the basement. Yeah. And she's like, should, should we keep this house? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we can handle this. There's brown recluse spiders. And like, that horrified her. I'm like, yeah. we'll just get Rottler to come out. And it won't be a big deal. Yeah. She's like, okay. She's terrified of spiders. We saw one walking through our living room. She hopped on the couch, 
crouched up on and goes she couldn't put out the word spider at all it was just a just a jumbled mess like she wasn't drunk at all but she just thought her brain just lost it at that point we countered and asked for them to take care of that there was also an issue with the sump pump and we're like yeah can you take care of these things uh she wouldn't do any of it so then we countered again saying take off six grand she's like okay like you were willing to drop six grand off of this yeah. as opposed to do like, we didn't expect her to do anything with the French drains. We just wanted her to take care of the other things that would probably cost around, uh, I don't know, seven or $800. Yeah. And she's like, forget it. I'd rather just lose six grand. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh. my plan is because yeah. I think the guy is having people come out and give him estimates, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to be like, because so one, the biggest problem is a clay pipe has been hit by some roots. Oh. And so it's all clogged up. And, yeah. like, water can run through it, but, like, real sediment can't go through it anymore mm. if there is anything. Now, it's outside the foundation, so the county is supposed to repair that. Oh, okay, that's good. So it, sh- it shouldn't cost him any money to Which do Which county is this in, by the way? St. Louis County. Okay. Um, so that was the big thing that I really want him to take care of. The rest of the stuff... It's, you can deal with. Yeah. I mean, the, the sump pump thing, I can I could reroute that myself. And I'd have to because, it, once again, it's against code. Um, and I think in order to get an occupancy permit, we have to be up to code yeah. on stuff like that. So It you know, really depends on the inspector. Right. Part so of it does, yeah. When we bought this house, there's a few things wrong with it, obviously, mm. but the bank, the bank owned this house. It's a foreclosure. So the bank threw everything at us. Like we'll pay closing costs, all this other jazz. Just please move in. Give us your money. Yeah. We'll do everything that we can. Uh, but you, you have to move in as is. So there's a few like piddly things that like Baldwin just was like, yeah, please live here. <laughs> <laughs> they just overlooked a lot of things. Yeah. Like we they, want your tax money. Yeah. They overlooked a lot of things. Like, the fire department was like, put smoke alarms in, uh, put uh, so these outlets aren't grounded. So make sure you put a little strip on there that says not grounded, like mm. stuff like that. And we were able to move in. My yeah. sub pump was disconnected for when Ballin showed up. So they overlooked that. Mm. And then we just plugged it back in and then it worked. So whatever. Because <laughs> it was like you're saying, it went into uh, the drain. Yeah. It's only now gone outside. Um, which they have done twice now, but that's a different story. Um, so yeah, you could have a good inspector that's just overlooks a bunch of stuff and yeah. doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. So I mean, I'm expecting because the stuff that we're asking him to take care of, except for the electrical stuff, any buyer is going to ask for it, yeah. especially yeah. the sewer issues. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Um, because it's you know that pipe could be expensive to fix yeah but either way i'm expecting him to to say either i'll take off money or he's going to take care of it um either way we're, we're going to buy this house i good. mean good i i'm pretty confident that everything's going to go through so that's awesome it's uh it's 998 square feet on the first floor okay there are bedrooms that were the attic they converted it over to bedrooms. They put windows in and everything like that. So they didn't include that on the square footage for some reason. But I think in reality, the house is like around 1,400 square feet. Nice. 
It's got a full basement. It's not finished. They started to finish it and then just stopped. <laughs> and it looks like they started to do it in like 1998. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so oh, geez. the house wasn't staged at all. There's just crap everywhere. Even the pictures online. Mm-hmm. It's just like, these people have no taste whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like a futon that you would have in college and then a knitting table with a tiny monitor on it that they use for a TV. And like this little tiny round table in the dining room that has two chairs in it. I feel like, <clears throat> you know, the assassin from uh, Homeland that you meet in the second season. Yeah. I feel like he lived there. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. was like, I don't need very much. Yeah. All I need is my weapons to kill. And that's it. <laughs> right. Like he lived there as some sort of government operative here in St. Louis. That's yeah. That's my feeling. So, Probably. and it's weird too, because we've looked through all of the closets everything with all their crap in it no bodies they have five vacuums well you got to sweep up the 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 burnt bodies with something i applaud that ingenuity actually five of them it could just be a hobby you don't know it could be a hobby of vacuuming i don't know (laughs) or a collection five you don't know yeah it's a kind of a weird place and like there's no dishwasher which sucks oh but I'm going. I'm gonna find a way to get a dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> I went. I went 12 years without a dishwasher, and I was like, "This is gonna no." My first apartment when I moved back into the St. Louis area. Yes, got it. Got a dishwasher. I'm like, I'll use this every day for no reason. Yeah, this is yeah. great. That's what happens in this house now. We just mm. oh, we have a dish. Put in One. the dishwasher. Start. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're gonna work on that. I they left the appliance or they're leaving the appliances behind. Other than. I don't think they're going to leave their washer and dryer, which I don't care because they're crusty, yeah. if that makes sense to you. And nope. it's really gross. It sounds gross. And I don't know what that's all about. Crusty. Yeah. Like, there's yellow residue on the side. Ah! Uh, and I'm like, I don't know what you're washing in here. No. They're, they're, uh, yeah. But Schaefer's like, no, we need to ask them. And I'm like, no. I can get a set for 400 bucks that's yeah. only like three years old. Yeah. I don't yeah. need... And Craigless. it doesn't yeah. have salmonella on it. <laughs> oh, God. AIDS. AIDS, yeah. It's got the angel of death hovering over it. <laughs> no. So, but then the backyard, like, it's got a nice, fairly large deck off the backyard. There you go. It's the, it's sloped in the backyard, so the fencing is weird, and I'm going to have to replace the fence anyways because my dog is huge, and he could literally just hop over, hop it. over it. Yeah. Um, and then there's an evergreen smack dab in the middle of the yard that's literally like a quarter of the size of the yard so i'm either gonna have to trim up Mm -hmm. so that you can walk under it or take it down but i'm thinking i'm just gonna trim it up because Mm. the tree is enormous really we've got an enormous tree as well the uh maple yeah the maple it's it it would cover a three-story house it's so big uh the lady that lived there before did not care like branches are going over uh, what's the uh, garage, mm-hmm. and then just a ton of those stupid helicopters just fall right into the uh, the gutters. Yep. So, yeah, we we would love to chop down that tree, but I'm pretty sure if we did, we would take out four houses somehow. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> ugh, forget it. It also costs you like twenty grand to take it down, yeah. probably. <laughs> I think I, my brother-in-law has has some experience with chopping down some trees and, and getting people to help out. He said it would probably cost about fifteen hundred for this smaller tree that we'll probably chop down for that one. He's like three grand, maybe <laughs> something like that. I'm like, yeah, so it can be bad. I yeah. found this company a couple years ago. 
uh, that does trees. And they cut down three trees, medium-sized to large trees, for like 1500 bucks. Okay. I might, yeah. might look into them. Um, they're actually coming Tuesday to cut down three more of my trees. Nice. Yeah. And that's 1500 a piece? I haven't gotten the quote yet. Okay. They're just going to show up and cut down trees. Okay. So. Do we want to give them a plug? Uh, Roy's. 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 Yeah. You're just doing- Roy's. You're doing God's work, Royce. <laughs> my, my parents said they were going to pay for it, and I'm like, all oh, right, man. well, I have a couple of trees that need to go down. Shout out to Mom and Dad Far over there. Yeah. Uh, you want to chop down one of my trees, Mom and Dad Far? You're welcome to. <laughs> well, I'll get a quote, and yeah. what you guys know, uh, oh, because sure. they're well, really reasonable. My dad and I will take care of the, the tree in the back, because mm. he has an unnecessary number of chainsaws, because that's just who my dad is. Well, Does he have five? No, I think it's more like three to four. <laughs> but I'm just going to start collecting vacuums. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I collect, but I can't recall. I used to collect a lot of stuff until the fire happened, and then I'm like, nah, uh, no, nah, it's not worth it anymore. I used to collect pro wrestling figures, mm. and my mom sent me like boxes of stuff that I had from when I was a kid, and I found all my old pro wrestling figures. Nice. Getting to relive my childhood. Be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I had Yokozuna lose to Doink the Clown. That was kind of <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that was fun to kind of un- unpack that. That's cool. Do you have a ago. ring? I did have a ring, but I don't know where it is. I also think my mom's got another box of them somewhere because there were several figures. I'm like, where's my Ray Mysterio figure? Where <laughs> is that Shawn Michaels figure that uh-huh, I had to lose uh-huh. to Bret Hart all the time? So, yeah. You know. That's great. That's funny. I think a lot of my toys are still in my parents' basement. Yeah. It was fun to uncover all of that. There was a few things where I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll keep this. Like, you know, if Kate and I have a boy, it'd be great to keep like this old, um, Indiana Pacers Reggie Biller jersey or something like that. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be fun, you know that that kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I unfortunately lost most of that. Mm. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. So now I have a beautiful Mustang that maybe we'll give to a kid, but probably not. You can give it to my kid. No. Why? <laughs> this is a present from Uncle Tim. No. All right. Well, fine. You said a kid, and then <laughs> probably not. I gave you the option, but I guess you didn't really want it. Well, it's. Hopefully, I don't know. I guess you didn't really want it. I, hopefully, I have kids. Well, I mean, fine. If you want to look at it that way. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I could be an old hermit living by myself. It's fine. Well, fine. Look at it that way. Or you could give it to my kid. <laughs> There's still a, a lot of work that I want to do to it. So. My kid? Yes. Okay. <laughs> nice. I have, I have no comment. Okay. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'm thinking about Brian. Oh. <laughs> I wish I was 11. What? And Tim would what? love me. <laughs> I don't even know what this is in reference to. So we have a Discord channel. Uh, do you know what Discord is? Uh, I've heard of it, but I'm not that familiar. It's a voice... Uh, voice chat server yeah. system. Okay. And so there's a group of us that are just on, and so we just get on and we BS and that was something that someone said was I wish I was 11 years old so Tim would love me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's horrifyingly creepy yeah. yes yes and sad and sad um, I'm trying to think of any other emotion I think those are the two yeah, yeah. yeah creepy and sad creepy and sad yeah. uh, I love Brian so much <laughs> he's funny <laughs> so what else is going on well, I guess I should go yeah, yes because we talked about houses <laughs> Uh, well, I'm still in the same house. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, actually, next year will be 10 years. Uh, uh-huh. A decade in this house. That's crazy. That's awesome. To me. 
So weird. I've never lived anywhere for 10 consecutive years. So. Yeah. Um, this is obviously the longest I've been mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, it's crazy to think about this. I've lived in this house by myself or by myself with roommates longer than I was married. Mm-hmm. That's a fun tidbit. Well, it's more your yeah. house then. Right? It is. Well, now it is because yeah. it's uh, been rebuilt. So, you know, exactly. there's that. But just even thinking about the revolving door of roommates that I've had live here is a crazy factoid in itself. Yeah. Um, at least half a dozen people, seven or eight maybe, people have lived here. Mm. It's crazy. That's some, cool. Some people multiple times. Uh, one's about to move back. Nick, uh, who's been on the show before, is probably going to move back in sometime in the next month or two. The other roommate, Tyler, is moving out. So that'll be fun. He's moving in with his boyfriend in Arkansas, I think. Oh, now. cool. Uh, he goes back and forth. I don't know. That was a. <laughs> it's been it's been interesting here in the household, mm-hmm. um, with him not having a job, him trying to graduate his uh, hairstyling school, and then that getting pushed back because of the co- whole COVID thing. So he's always like, I don't know what to do. And yeah. then his boyfriend works for a hospital, and things have been crazy there. Mm. So <laughs> the other week, I guess this is. Sunday, last Sunday, um, and something was going on with this car. It was running rough, and we kind of diagnosed it. He went to AutoZone, got the free code check, and we figured out what it was, and it's a PVC valve, so I, I don't really want to explain it because it's kind of complicated to explain, but it was wrong. It was bad. So on that car, usually it's just like a little valve that's on the valve cover in most cars. Most cars that I've been experienced with, just a little valve that you can take out, and then Bob's your uncle, you put it back in. Fine, great. <laughs> this little four-cylinder, the whole valve cover had to come off. The whole valve cover mm. to replace this little PVC valve. Yeah. So we take it off. We put the new one on. He goes driving to Arkansas, <laughs> and then he's driving down the highway, he says, and oil just starts spill- spilling out everywhere. Oh. He had blown the gasket when he came back. So then he comes back, uh, replace all of that. We put RVD or RTV on it um, to seal it up better. He goes in. He gets Arkansas just fine. Everything's great. Oh, wait. Back up. We replace <laughs> the valve cover, the new valve cover. Uh, we replace it. It's fine. And then we notice he has a coolant link. It's another little part that gets damaged in this car. So he had to replace that. Then he goes on to Arkansas, and then he calls me, I think, two days ago, and was like, hey, <laughs> oil started to come out of my car again. <laughs> so now I'm stuck in Arkansas for a few more days, uh, and uh, uh, apparently just didn't tighten the valve cover all the way. So that was kind of the interesting tidbit that's been going on with me for a few days. Um, overall, the, the government's incredibly dumb because I work for them. And there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions, and everyone's panicking. I'm a federal employee. I'm not going to get into specific of what I do for obvious reasons because I like to talk crap on them all the time. Um, a lot of knee-jerk reactions going on, and the, what I do involves the DOD and uh, Congress. And so Congress is now getting upset because we're not doing enough because there's only, like, 
uh, 70 people there versus 750 people. So now they're getting angry and putting pressure on us to open up more, but then we can't because, like, the county has just reverted back, and the guy that is in charge of all of us are like, no, this is unsafe, but now we're getting the outside pressure, and then we're getting pressure from the military a little bit. Like, you guys need to do more, so then they keep piling more on top of us, even though... You're pressured by the military? Yeah. With what, a tank? Yes. No, the the <laughs> the more dangerous thing, money. Oh, I thought nukes. Yes, nukes. They're going to nuke us. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no money. It's all involving money. Well, of course well, it is. Yeah. So, outside pressure. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening with the military and Congress, and then everyone's knee jerk reaction, and no one knows what to do, and everyone's angry, and you know, I work one to two days a week. So, yeah. Fun. Yeah, and they just changed my schedule again, so I have to go in at 6 o'clock in the morning. What time do you finish up? At noon. So, you know. Reminds me of when I worked at <laughs> Starbucks in college. I'd go in at like, I'd go in at 4.45 and leave at like 9.30. Uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'm going right back to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So things have just been weird for yeah. me with that new schedule because I don't do anything throughout the rest of the week. So I stay up until like 1 or 2 in the morning, and then, hey, I have to go to work at 6 o'clock. <laughs> cool. Hmm. <sighs> Government, I hate you. Not to mention, <laughs> we're going to get into this a little bit. Uh, the world is just on fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it s- is. Just straight up on fire. The stuff that's happening in Portland, any comments about that? Anyone want to talk about what's happening in Portland? No. What's happening in Portland now? <laughs> well, the whole riots and the federal agents and all that. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Portland can fucking burn. I don't give a shit. I, can't, I don't want it to burn. Uh, I would just say it's like... I, I've been having this discussion with some friends of mine um just basically how i can't i don't feel like i can trust anything that i get even from the media no matter what it comes from no matter who it comes from because there's an agenda yep. whether it is cnn and msnbc fox news those are the big three that are out there where the majority of people i feel like are getting their their news or these these bites that they hear every now and then and all three of those are owned by people who have an agenda that they're trying to push, be it the right or the left. So I'm doing everything I can to find my information from something that is considered unbiased and it's just facts. I don't want any write-ups or anything like that. So it's exhausting trying to do that, trying to even get to the truth of things to the point where I was, you know, telling Kate, I think we, we flipped on CNN and there was some discussion about like a camp in Atlanta where some kids got COVID and you know, obviously that's not good. Uh, but then there was like holes in the argument where they were saying, um, Oh, but it could have been strep. Some of them got tested and, uh, there was false positives with it. So I'm like, okay, crud. Now I'm already second guessing this because of my recent obsession with trying to actually get to things that I feel like are truthful and reliable and not coming from someone who's trying to get someone elected one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to Portland, I think that was at about the time where I'm like, I need a break (laughs) (laughs) because I felt like I was reading so much information that I was 
I literally gave myself a migraine, you know, I was like, I'm done. I can't do this right now. Right. So I hope everyone's safe in Portland. Don't burn. I think you're pretty. (laughs) And apparently they have some great beers up there that I would like to try sometime. I've never been. I haven't either. I've been to Seattle. I haven't been there either. Seattle was okay. So I would, this is slightly off topic, but I think it's a funny story. My brother and I, we have 18 years of uh, age difference between us. Uh, he's from my dad's first marriage and then I'm the youngest from my dad's second marriage. So like our interactions are always, they're great. He's great, but we're just completely different generations. You know, he's old enough to be my dad. Uh, so when I was about 12, I flew up to Seattle to visit him when, uh, his family's now in Tucson, but at that point he was living in Seattle and he's like, uh, I couldn't really get off work. So I'm just going to give you like 50 bucks and you can walk <laughs> around downtown Seattle. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I walked around downtown Seattle by myself at 12. I spent most of my money at GameWorks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm 12. I don't really care. Walked around, checked out the market by myself. Um, I remember though this gay couple and they were like, son, are you lost? And I was like, oh no, my brother just told me I could walk around town. He was like, how old are you? 12. Okay. You're coming with me. Like they were like, it it was not safe. Obviously you wouldn't let a 12 year old walk around the city like that. (laughs) And they like took me back to the hotel where my brother worked at and he's like, he's fine. Whatever. (laughs) I just think it's really funny. That's my favorite time in Seattle. Cause I just started exploring this really cool city. Yeah. And I'm 12, and I don't really know what I'm looking at. I just walked through the market that's down there like, oh, they have fish everywhere. Not, 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 not. <laughs> not knowing what's happening here. I think that was in Sleepless in Seattle. Moving on. <laughs> and uh, But, like, the Northwest is really pretty up there. I will say it's gorgeous. It rains all the time. But, man, it is picturesque, to say the least. The furthest west I've been is Utah. Okay. Utah's really pretty. Really well, pretty. Like, like Moab, where the arches are, the canyons, mm. all that jazz. Okay. Yeah. I thought Burning Man, but that's Nevada, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it's Nevada. Because uh, I don't think, I don't think the Mormons would allow no, Burning Man to no. to yeah, happen in right. their home turf. You know. Yeah. Our one main concern when we went to Utah is, can we get alcohol? What about alcohol? Oh yeah, can you? <laughs> well, I think we did. Yeah, there's alcohol there. Because we went to a distillery. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Some of our group went hiking, and then me and this other guy were like, What year no. was this? This is two, uh, 2018. Okay. Because, I mean, when I lived in Waxahachie, it was, when I first got there, it was a dry county. Really? Not that I was drinking at that point, but I just remember being like, Hmm, you can't have any alcohol here at all. You can go to Chili's and get, wow. a, get a beer, wow. but you couldn't buy it in a grocery store. And then when they did... Holy cow, that town went nuts with buying alcohol. <laughs> it was interesting going to these places and realizing that you can't buy alcohol after a certain time. Like, that doesn't happen in St. Louis County at all, at least that I'm aware of. I've it always, used to. It used to? It used to be in the city. Well, not in the county. It was, it was like 9 p.m. You couldn't buy alcohol after 9 p.m. No, not in the county at all. County has always been like, yeah, please drink more. Yeah. Please. I did go to Schnucks uh, in South County. I don't know. This was like four or five months ago. And I like was going to pick up some beer on a Sunday morning. And it was like at eight because I do my grocery shopping really early. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, you cannot buy that until noon. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, that's the rule on a Sunday here. I, maybe it's at that Schnucks or maybe it's all Schnucks or maybe it's St. Louis County. I don't know. But he took the... 
It was a six-pack of the O'Fallon wheat beer or whatever it was, Welch beer, something like that. Took it out of my uh, cart and was like, you can't have that. I was like, I, okay, man, I could have just put that back. But that bit of, like... That's weird. Yeah. Why? Mm. The rule's weird. That reaction was weird. I don't live in South County anymore, so I don't care now. <laughs> I just realized that. Perfect. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just me being a, a history, early American history, kind of that was my forte. The, make, the whole Portland thing makes me incredibly angry. The whole federal overstep and what the, yeah. all that government control was happening there, mm-hmm. that just really pisses me off. Um, like, stop it. Yeah, I mean... The loopholes that the government, the federal government is using is... It would be something that I would expect uh, libertarians to be upset about. Right. Or anyone that considers themselves to be small government. Right. Um, I'm sure there's issues that are happening with the people who are, you know, protesting in, in Oregon. But at the same time, I have a bigger issue with what I see the government's reaction being there. But, right. Yeah. That's my issue. And I think the reason why the libertarians or the, even the right-wing gun people aren't coming out in droves is because it's a liberal town. Yeah. And the argument that I've seen is, well, they actually are destroying things. Okay. Okay, but to, to give the police the excuse to shoot people in the face with their rubber bullets? No. No. Um, we so need the, net guns. <laughs> that'd be cool. More net guns. More net guns. When people start destroying stuff, yeah. hit them with the net. And then tie them to the back of the truck and drive. <laughs> <laughs> or just leave them there in the net. Yeah, just <laughs> leave them there in the net. What would be a funnier option, though? Like, to shoot at someone. Tar and feather gun. I think a dildo gun. <laughs> yes. You just well, shoot. Well, just get, literally just get a potato gun and put a dildo in it. Yeah. Just, and <laughs> I'm saying we would do this to be inclusive. We would get uncircumcised dildos. We'd get circumcised dildos. Small, big. Small, big, different <laughs> colors. It's going to be an inclusive. So then you're firing like automatic rounds of just these rubber dildos oh, flying oh, everywhere. Oh, oh, oh. That would be, I think, way better for you know, uh, our country. There's, there's actually, you can buy, it's not a grenade launcher. It's it's like a forty millimeter barrel that you can put basically whatever you want to into it. It's a mortar. No, it's not a mortar. It sounds like a mortar. And what it just you... shoots it shoots whatever you put into it. Just like kinda what? thing. It, like a mortar. <laughs> you made a goon sound yeah. like a mortar. But you can put whatever you want to in it. What would you put in it? Oh no, what it is, it's a can launcher, but it can it can launch a lot of different things. <laughs> so you're supposed to shoot beers at people at like games or whatever so they can catch it. Of course it. the rednecks will but, come yeah. up with this. But yeah. the thing you just throw like four dildos in there. Yeah. <laughs> that way it's like a spray, like a shotgun, shotgun dildo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I had that that would make me leave. Dude, you know what? Quick. You could use those as a celebratory tool during like the uh, Pride Parade. Aim sure. for some butts. I, or, you know what? Maybe they just want to take them home as like a gift. I don't think it has to be the butt. You could literally just be like, friends, we have a gift for you. Oh, Instead right. of a t-shirt launcher? Yeah. 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 You can take one if you want. Oh, I'm going to pass it. Okay, cool. You want pass. one? You do? Here, take it. Dildos. Yep. Dildos for everybody. Pass Dildos. them around. Uh, Boom. Yeah. So Sorry, that, I hope Portland's okay. Now, you know, that would go that would go over well in Portland, though. Yeah, probably. I don't... Maybe. I think so. Maybe. I don't think they have fun up there, though. No, they don't. 
They don't. They don't. I thought it was like one of the most liberal cities. Liberal no, doesn't is. mean fun, though. It is like one of the Austin. most. Austin is fun because the people are fun in, in Austin. And yeah. Portland's not? No, I would Portland say... is like cold, hard assholes. I'd say it's more like elitist snobs. That too. Like, uh, apparently, it, well, maybe no, it's Seattle. Apparently, Seattle has the most, um, like, degrees that aren't being used. Sorry, like that advanced degrees that, that aren't being used. It's so like okay. a ton of people who have these master's degrees and aren't using them. That's sad. That's just sad. I feel attacked. Why is that? <laughs> I have a master's degree. It's sad, though. You should be able to use that if you wanted to. Well, I have an MBA, so that's... That's flexible. Yeah, you can you, use it You could everything. easily use that at some point. Well, I am technically using it. Oh, I didn't know. Quotes. Well, you're saying quotes, so you just kind of undermined your own argument. Yes. There. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's that dumpster fire that is happening in our country mm, yeah. with the federal overstep, and now the president saying all these crazy things about post- postponing the election. <laughs> Which I love. Like Republicans, are like no. Well, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, so great. He he wants. Oh. Oh. he wants to force schools, like high schools. To go back to school, but it's too dangerous for an election? Yeah. What? It's, I just don't listen to the guy anymore. I, I don't either. Time. I just yeah. see this stuff on my feed, and I'm like, what? I, I, I'm not even mad. I'm just confused. And you know what? I thought, okay, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of these quotes from CNN from him. I'm going to go see the Associated Press and see what's there. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, they don't even really have to heighten it. It's really like the Associated Press is like, oh no, he he said that. He literally said that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not even like a good SNL bit anymore. Like, uh. the thing about like what can make a great SNL bit is if it's not repetitory. Like if it happens every now and then, you're like, oh okay. Like I loved the Clinton years with Daryl Hammond playing uh, Bill Clinton. Because you would be like, oh, yeah, Clinton and the McDonald's thing. Or, oh, yep, he's hitting on women he shouldn't. Okay, this is kind of funny. Or Daryl Hammond playing Clinton was probably even better because he really got that dirty, sly side of Bill down really well. <laughs> uh, or, or even... Um, Dana Carvey and Bush. Dana Carvey and Bush or even Farrell and, and, and George W. Because he could just play that idiot side really well that kind of <laughs> yeah. came out. But with Trump, it's like, okay, we are continuing this very negative trends and I'm not because I, I grew up in a, a conservative household. Everyone was a Republican. And so I haven't seen the right wing necessarily um, be affiliated this much with racism at any point in my life until now. And it's for me sickening. I yeah. hate it. Yeah. Some of it is incited, a lot of it isn't not with things like the alt-right and those other sort of te- like people that are just coming out of the woodwork where I'm like, I get it. I'm getting it more and more. It just makes me sick. So, yeah, it's gross. Like I, I view myself more conservative. I want to say it's evil. Right. I, I consider myself more conservative, but I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to be associated with those people at all anymore right. because they're so just crazy. And then we're about to hit our next Dumpster fire, which I'm sure Drew has a lot to say on this part, the whole COVID thing and people not wearing masks and this whole, it's become political to be healthy now. What the shit is that? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. The floor uh, is yours. Yeah. <laughs> so first and foremost, I don't think we have any listeners that think this way, 
But if you hear this and you don't wear a mask because you think it's infringing upon your freedom, you're literally a fucking retard. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. And, I, you know, hit me with your best shot. I don't care. Fire like, away. Literally. Um, you know, maybe that's harsh, but you're, you're so dumb. You are so stupid. Because, you know, you can walk into a Walmart without pants on, but they're not going to let you stay in there. It's the same shit with the mask. You can walk into a Walmart without a mask on, but they're not going to let you stay in there. And they have the right to kick you out because it's their business. <laughs> so, it doesn't inhibit your breathing unless you actually have documented by a doctor saying, Hey, this person has lung problems. And this mask can inhibit their breathing. Like, there was... My dad was telling me a story. He was at a gas station um, down in a place called Oak Grove near their house. And there's an elderly man that worked in the gas station that wasn't wearing a mask. And he, like, was coughing a little bit. And a a guy mid-30s came in and was like, Well, if you aren't wearing a mask, why do I have to wear a mask? And instead of the old man being an asshole, he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm a former army veteran and I have <laughs> medical dom- documentation that I have lung problems and the mask actually prevents me from getting the oxygen intake that I need, as well as the carbon dioxide buildup in the mask could kill me, hmm. which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. I'd hmm. never heard of that before. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And at least he was, like, gentle about it. And he tells this guy why. And the guy was like, okay. Solid point. Yeah. Yeah. I but, laughed because I was like, ugh, sounds like a bad excuse. Like, oh, no, it's legit. No, yeah. And I'm that's what I thought, jerk. too. That's what I thought, too. I was like, what the fuck? Why is he not wearing a mask? But so, you know, that makes sense to me, right? But not wearing a mask because it makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry. No excuse. I'm sorry. I'm really not sorry, but, you know, whatever. And, as well, legitimately thinking that the government created this pandemic to destroy our own economy (laughs) is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's up there. It's definitely up there. Uh... To piggyback, to destroy our religion, like churches and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Who said... uh, That's another thing, too. Like, I mean, I was talking about... I've talked to you about this. I have a family member who's a medical professional who is being an idiot (laughs) and has been posting, like, pandemic shit on Facebook lately, but she's a medical professional. I don't don't know what her deal is. Does she have some unhealthy tendencies, though? No. No. She's really. actually really She's smart. very intelligent. Yeah. She's very reasonable, but this is just, I don't get it. Maybe. Eh, but, pressure of a pandemic can make people act weird. I think it might be her boyfriend's family. Oh. Um, but anyways, she has said recently that believing the CDC, like believing... That what they're saying and not questioning it makes you a sheep. And believing in what the government has to say makes you a sheep. And she's like, I'm not going to let my 
life change anymore uh, because of something like this. Like, I'm not going to let it affect me anymore. And I'm like, okay, so what happens when you get COVID and you become really sick or you give our grandparents that you literally live across the street from COVID and they die because of it? Like, well, what happens when when that happens? Is it still a pandemic? Like, are you still dumb enough to believe shit like that? Yeah. There was a, I feel like I might've even mentioned this last time I was on here. I've told people this story. Uh, Aubrey Huff, who used to play for the San Francisco giants, uh-huh. uh, was tweeting all of these kind of things like that. And this, uh, comedian, she just kind of called him on his shit and just basically said, Oh, Hey, Aubrey, thanks for your insights on all of this. Just letting you know, uh, the hospital here where my mom is staying said that she won't be using your bed between 24 and 48 hours. So you can come here if you actually want to recover from COVID when you get it, cause you will get it. Yeah. And then sent him a follow up tweet about a day later saying the bed's open now. Yeah. Just letting you know his, her mom died. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, people like that just need a reality check. Um, there's a lot of people who haven't seen, I'm sure, or felt the effects of COVID and good for them. That's yeah. great. But there's a lot of people. Um, I'm, I've seen several people through social media have to deal with this. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking because they can't be with family members when they die. Right. It's brutal. I know people who've gotten it and they're like, yeah, I don't have my sense of smell back really anymore. Yeah. I'm like, oh, as a food person, no. Yeah. That right. sounds terrible. But that's minuscule in the fact of losing someone, having them die and not be able to say goodbye to them yeah. because they're quarantined like that. So people like that, I don't get either. And the whole not wearing a mask thing, it kind of makes sense guys to wear a mask because if you think about it, what's the thing you hate the most about a close talker? They spit in your face when they talk. Guess what a mask is going to do. It's going to prevent spit droplets from coming into your face, eyes, nose, mouth, whatever. It's going to keep that away. It's just, that's pretty basic and easy. And I get, Oh, oh it's annoying. I don't like wearing them either. Yeah, I don't It either. sucks. But I would wear a luchador mask everywhere. <laughs> Sadly, though, those don't cover up the mouth. Yeah. That being said. Some of them do. They're, uh, so the ones that I have, it's not like an actual mouth guard oh, okay. that you get with it. So I'm like, Ugh. I have like a psychosis mask, which I love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cover the mouth at all. So, mm-hmm. ah, dang it. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, it's, it's just basic. Like in Asian countries, Japan, they do that. I'm sick, but I don't want to get you sick. Yeah, I I can do some things. I'm gonna wear a mask. Literally, so my dad's been to Japan countless times, mm. and public transit during all times of the year, they wear masks. Not just flu season. When you're in public transit, when you're in close proximity, most people in Japan wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And like, if they've been doing it for however long, I I think we can handle it. Do you feel like the people you've come in contact with who are against social distancing are against um, Dr. Fauci? They're against anything when it comes to what's happening in this pandemic are typically people who have not left the country because that's been my experience. I've noticed that so many people who I hear talk about this thing have no idea. They've never been to Europe. They haven't been to South America except for maybe Cancun on a, you know, a vacation or a cruise. They haven't seen any other part of the world to understand anything. Most of them, yes. Yeah. Most of my experience with that is uh, Christians. Yeah. I'm just calling it out. And you know what? You know where those thoughts and feelings are coming from, right? Their church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> their their bubble yep. that they're in. Uh, do 
either of you remember the Beijing Olympics in yeah. China a few yep. years ago? How? Mm-hmm. What year was that? Was that sixteen? Sixteen. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, but I, I want to guess sixteen. I don't know. Was it sixteen? No, think. Beijing was before the last Olympics. Oh, so had. then maybe it was uh, twelve. Was I? I I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Obama was in office. When those were going on. Uh, and no one remembers how our Olympic team... Oh, wow. I was totally off. 2008. Oh, it's an eight. Yeah. Okay. So no one remembers our professional American athletes, the most physically peaked people on the planet, probably, were wearing masks in Beijing. Yep. Because the air quality is so bad there. And yeah. yet we're complaining about yeah. it? For... Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Huh? It doesn't make sense. And at then all. the argument of, you know, restricts my breathing. Yes, there are special case, cases of that. Um, no. But, like, <laughs> no. a lot of the time I feel like, and I'll say this even just like my wife, she has anxiety. Me too. And I mentioned the that mask last, last messes, time. like, does not help that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's like a placebo effect. The, the mask is making her afraid of the sickness, and then she thinks that she can't breathe, and then. Her brain turns it into where she can't breathe, and then she wants to faint. And it's like, okay, that's why you're not going to stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're staying at home. And, th- and another thing, too, a lot of businesses has been, have been affected by COVID-19. Yeah. A lot of people's livelihoods have been affected by COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's got to be ways that we can help build those people back up and make things better. But I will say a lot of businesses are actually thriving and they're doing better than they have been in this pandemic. My friend's mother owns a small business. Like a, it's um it's like a not a thrift shop, it's like a a flea market type shop. Okay. Her she had the best month that she's ever had in her business of like 20 years last month. Are her sales like walk-ins or are they through online? It's or? usually walk-ins. But with online, she, you know, she was forced to switch over, yeah, and start se- selling online. Mm-hmm. And now, by going online, up. that yeah. helped her out. I can believe that, yeah, because I don't are, think it's normal. No, it's not. But I do think that it can help. And maybe our MBA might know a little more over here than than us. But I would think that it would help. It, it, it's beneficial for online sales. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. Just I'm interested. I'm I'm a huge Christmas person. I love Christmas. It's going to be interesting to see how the holidays turn out with yeah. a lot of the holiday shopping that people do. Um, like some people, I'll bet, are investing more in their houses. Yeah. Like since we're home all the time now, we're able to see we need to fix this, this, and this on the house. And we would like to do these other things. Um, restaurants, though, we can have you can have takeout, but it's not going to help when you can't have people sitting every three feet at yeah. a table. Yeah. So, like, restaurants are going to hurt. Yeah. And for me, I've worked in restaurants. I love the restaurant industry. Um, seeing those take a hit like that and just some are barely getting by. Yeah. Some just have to close. And they lose everything mm-hmm. with that. Like, I mean, that their houses are tied with their restaurants. They lose all of their savings based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that there are probably some that are doing well, but it just depends on the job. Yeah. It's, it depends on the business itself. Absolutely. So um, I do, I can believe that like someone who has, um, you know, a knickknack shop by going online, 
people if i love main street st charles all those little shops down there yeah. i'd love to support some of those by going on their websites some of them did not have websites for yeah. a while i'll bet they're getting one now so that they can make some sales and just get and have a good quarter yeah but a restaurant down there like stefanina's and o'fallon i love that pizza place someone got covid there recently yep. mm -hmm. that's gonna kill their sales for a while and they got to recover from that yep. after closing and sanitizing a place so it really just depends on the place yeah definitely which is why the government's stepping in and giving these small loans to these businesses to keep them afloat is a good thing however i see that people are abusing that and there's weird things there's always going to be abuses though of course um yeah I, oh, I, the whole online shopping thing has been a thing that's been coming right for a long time i think brick and mortar shops are not going to exist here in a bit that's my i think they're not going to be what they once were that's always gonna amazon is i think it, it, it's the death star that i'm terrified of when it comes to shopping because they they can raise the price on everything if they want because everyone's going to buy through them anyways mm -hmm. and they're just going to keep making bank they were uh, i found this really interesting economics um youtube channel where this guy just talked about Hey, guess what they did? They wanted to raise the uh, minimum wage to $15 an hour across the board. They can afford to do that. Mom and pop shops can't. Yeah. Target probably can't. Walmart isn't expect is they're like we can't expect to do this. They so they can't really do that. Um they probably could. It would just be they would lose a lot more. But Amazon, they can afford to do something like that. They can afford to take a loss and be just fine yeah. just with their business model. So like brick and mortar sh stores, yeah, they're going to get hurt. I think they'll be around, but they're not going to be near as... It's uh, going to be less of them. Exactly, yeah. I'm not nearly as terrified yeah. um, as that kind of stuff. I, I never have been. Um, I think mainly because I feel like there's always going to be another option. Things will change in some um, way. Yeah. But I like, if I don't want to support Amazon anymore, I don't have to. True. I, could, I can always find a way around it. And like, I have a couple of friends that are so worried about Amazon having the monopoly on every single type of sales. And I'm like, while I understand that, I think that that's like this dark techno future that you can't predict. Like... They're not Skynet. I'm sorry. They're, it's going to evolve. It'll <laughs> yeah. evolve. But one thing I will say is, do you think everyone's like you where they're like, oh, I can just find something else? Or are they going to look for the easiest option in the Amazon Well, that's the thing. Is that's the thing. Most people are just all about convenience. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like a really specialized buyer. I buy lots of stuff on Amazon, but I don't just buy it because I want to buy it. Like I do my research mm -hmm. before I buy a product. I figure not out everyone's what, like that. Dude. Right. Yeah. yeah, I know. But, like, I, I don't know. And I think that, I, I don't know. It's just like with, with COVID, right? S I think we get too scared sometimes about it. Mm -hmm. We get too paranoid. But we're also not cautious enough. And there has to be the right balance between the two. It's the same thing with buying from Amazon. <laughs> We shouldn't buy every single item that we ever want from Amazon. But we also should... I don't think we need to be like, no Amazon. Uh, I, just, I, I I totally agree. 
yeah. not disagreeing with you at all. But the potential with Amazon is insane. Oh, no. And I, sure. I agree with you. Like, they could be scary. I'm just like, I'm trying not to let it prevent me from shopping with them sure. or like consistently bashing Bezos for having more money than me. Well, I don't, that's, there's a lot of people that have more money than me. Yeah. I'm not going to bash them for that. Yeah. But the, I don't like the not paying taxes part. That's the part I'm No, yeah, about. for sure. And that's every business in America, yeah. practically. Well, anything that doesn't run, that doesn't have a profit. And so many of their investors are what keep them afloat, so they don't have to pay taxes because they're not making any money off of it, but their investors keep them going and going and going for the potential of them actually making enough money that they can then sell for however much. Yep. Well, it's not only that, but you get in businesses, like no major production movie company makes money, but they do. Because they're offshoots, like it's they're paying someone else to do the job to do this, but it's all the same company. Then independent contracting, and then they don't have to pay taxes on it because they didn't actually make a profit on it. Right. So that's basically business one hundred and one. All of the major corporations are doing that. Yeah. And there's so many loopholes, and that's why all these major corporations have a fleet of lawyers to sift through this stuff and be like, oh, we didn't actually turn a profit this year, so we get. No, we don't get taxed. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then Bezos gets $100 billion. It's fine. It's well, great. he can divorce me <laughs> yeah. like he did that last <laughs> marriage. I'll take a cool $500 million. Yeah. I don't need a billion like his ex-wife. She donated, a, I think, most of the she money. She did. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. I'll divorce her, too, for a million. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I have no standards. Uh, my, my thing with Amazon. That's not true, Kate. If you're listening, I totally have standards. <laughs> my thing with Amazon is it's usually cheaper yeah. It's usually cheaper than brick and mortars. It's not only is it convenient, can I find the product that I want through Amazon? It's usually cheaper if I try to f- find it somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's okay. And especially now with the pandemic, like if I want electronic, and Amazon is cheaper than going somewhere where I now have to put on a mask and avoid people and all this other stuff, it's like, hmm, yeah. is it really a choice? Yeah. So. You know, like I, <laughs> I talked all this crap about Amazon. I just realized I started my Christmas shopping last week and I oh, bought yeah, two things yeah. off Amazon. Oh, yeah, totally. So <laughs> I've mentioned the house fire before. Everything in this house was bought on Amazon or online. I believe it. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh, my plates are even Amazon basic plates. Yeah. Uh, I think the table uh, upstairs was Ikea and the couches were from Ashley. Everything else has been Amazon. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, all, the sound equipment that we're recording on is all Amazon. Hmm. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> I think that I'm not passionate enough about that kind of stuff to be like, I'm not going to buy from this person. Like the only, the only place that I ever just stopped buying from for some sort of like moral reason or something like that was Nike when I finally found out that they use slave labor, but then I realized that everything uses slave labor, and I was yeah. like, well. Yeah, yeah it's a shame. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Like your iPhones or her Android phones? That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love what, what Ricky Gervais said at the uh, Golden Globes. He said, if, oh ISIS, if ISIS had a streaming channel, you'd be talking to your agent about how to get on with them. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, well, that's pretty Absolutely good. Absolutely true. Yeah, but we're all guilty of that. Yeah. That's, I totally agree with what you're saying. I use Amazon, but I, pref- I would rather, if I could find something at a brick and mortar mom and pop, 
I'm going yeah. there. I feel way Absolutely. better about that. Like, um, Kate and I like to go out to Herman, Missouri, just to like. I love Herman. Yeah, it's it's really cute out there. We go out there around every Christmas for the uh, Christmas market that they have. We try to pick up stuff that's out there at some of the little mom and pop shops for like Christmas presents, like yeah. a cute little hat for my dad or or a beer stein for my mom, uh, just fun stuff like that. As opposed to ordering it online, where I'm like, okay this gets to stay with the mom and pop shop. Maybe they're outsourcing some of this stuff from China or wherever they get it. They're buying it off of Amazon and putting it on their shelves. Yeah, maybe, but at least (laughs) some of that money is going to stick with them them and Herman, you know, or in main street, St. Charles, as opposed to wherever and off the Amazon shop. Yeah. 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 It's true. And I, I've always been a big proponent of supporting community business, um, as well. And, I, you know, I think obviously it's important to continue to do that, but like some stuff's just not accessible. Yeah. You know, right. Like like, Amazon has it like briskets. I'm telling you folks, if you know where a brisket is with a point and you live in the St. Louis area, DM me. (laughs) I need that so I can make burnt ends. I'm desperate. Check fresh time. I did. They didn't have any really? at all. They're like, yeah, yeah, we don't carry briskets. I'm like, there right. Actually, it's a butcher on Manchester, CNC Butcher. I don't know if they have it, but I remember. I might have. Wait. Uh, yeah, I might have looked at them and I didn't see anything online. Doesn't mean they don't have it. Yeah. But DM me, folks. I'm looking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, we, uh, that's where we got our brisket of last Christmas uh, from. Yeah. I do believe. Mm. Very good. But that's one thing I would buy off Amazon. Brisket? <laughs> yeah. If they had a brisket that had a point on there, too, so I could make burnt ends. I don't know if they sell that. meat. I know they sell, like, dry goods and stuff. I'm looking. I'm going like, to look. I've never bought food off Amazon. I haven't either. I know they have, like, a... I uh, um, can't think of the word. Like, a, um, you know, a thing that you have food in. Food service? Yeah, they have like that. Freshly or HelloFresh kind of crap? Yeah, like you can order it every month. Yeah. Like it's this recurring thing. But I don't know if they do like fresh food. Like here's one thing that I'm totally going to buy from Amazon. I'm buying diapers. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. Hmm. You can get a whole brisket off Amazon. That honestly doesn't surprise me. 94 sorry, $95. Oh, another one for 100 Hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Whoa, a one. No, that's a gift package. Ooh. Nebraska Star Beef Premium Angus Steak Sampler Gift Package. Nebraska beef is good. Oh, this looks pretty good. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Dad, uh, come at Amazon. You win again. If only we can get sponsored by Amazon. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so I guess we can move into uh, the main topic, even though we're like an hour in. Uh, but we've kind of been talking about all of this anyway. Uh, first, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. Uh, I've been really struggling with social media lately, with people just being outrageously dumb. Uh, people not wearing masks. We made a big deal about it on our last podcast about don't freaking go to Disney World. Guess what I see on my Instagram? Yeah. A family going to Disney World. <laughs> and I'm like... Uh, I get it. You want to live life and you want to have these family vacations, but like know that you're putting everyone at risk. Know that. Know if you're staying in a hotel, you're at risk. I love you. I don't want to see anything happen to you. Stop. Just stop. Like 
oh, it's so frustrating. So I've been toying with the idea of deleting all my social media because it's stressing me out because I'm really empathetic. Like, I care for these people. I think that's what people fail to recognize when you when you get into the meat and potatoes of these arguments. When when someone is, it's not a criti- It's not a. It, they're not criticizing you. They're just confused about your choices, right? Like, right. we're 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 questioning what you're doing because we don't want you to get hurt, right? Like, it's not because I want to call you dumb or because it, it makes me feel good about myself to criticize your judgment. It's because we don't want you to, to die or right. get sick, right? you know? And that's the rub that I have with a lot of these social media... Warriors? Yeah, yeah. keyboard warriors. It's just like, you're... You're making a big deal out of this, but in reality, it's because we love you and want you to survive. Right. Like. And to wear a mask when you're in public, or I don't know, don't go into the public. Yeah. Is it really that big of a sacrifice? Is it really that big of a sacrifice to pay someone $7 to go pick up your groceries for you? Right. (laughs) Sorry, we were talking about stupid things that we see on social media, and I was like, I'm going to look and see what's on my Facebook wall. Oh, God. And it was right off the bat. I'm like, oh, great. Uh, I'm not going to say this person's name. Uh, it says, makes me, uh, I'll tell you what the video is, but I first want to read the post. Uh, makes me willing to support a sport played by real, quotation marks, proud American men. Stand out of respect for the men and women who served in order for you to have the ability to express yourself freely. God bless the USA. He's talking about hockey players who are the majority Canadian. Like, by far. That's like 60% of the league. Then about 12% is Swedish. 10% Finnish. 10% the US. 10%, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but they're Russian. They're Finns. They're Swedes. It's not <laughs> real proud American men. Uh, I just saw that. And I was like, that's so stupid. And disappointing. Also, he says, for the ability to express yourself freely. You can kneel if you want. You can freely do that. I, I like the... Ugh, anyways, I, I heard the whole thing about Kaepernick knelt because he talked with a veteran who's like, yeah, kneel as opposed to sitting. I think what you're doing is great, That though. makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, kneel. It's, 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 more, it's more difficult to kneel than to stand. Yeah. I get on a knee for like eight seconds and I go, ugh, I regret this decision. <laughs> this hurts, but I should uh, not complain, you know? Well, I'm pretty sure we have an amendment that talks about, I don't know, doing whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Saying whatever you want. Not that I think it's right to burn a flag, but you can burn a flag if you want to. Uh, that's your God-given right in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. You're free to people, do that. <laughs> people have this weird notion that like, Somehow your freedom is more important than someone else's. Agreed. 100%. And it's like, where does that mentality come from? I've never understood that. Like, just because someone wants to do something that you don't agree with doesn't mean they're... First of all, they're not wrong unless you're trying to murder somebody or hurt someone intentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's kind of common sense, right? Yeah, anything that takes away someone else's right. Right. Don't do that. Right. But, like, beyond all of that... (laughs) <laughs> and this just harps on like the people that we talk about on, uh, you know, 
bi-weekly basis, you know, boomer Christians, basically. Well, Christians in general. And Christians in general, for the most part. But And I hate that I'm, I even have that mentality these days. But it just... They keep perpetuating the issue over and over again by continuing to behave. I would say this person is probably like five or six years older than me. Okay. So he's not that much. He's probably in his early 40s. Right. So I'm just kind of like, mm, mm, why? And this person proclaims to be a Christian too. So it's like, mm. the And the big, the big thing about like modern day Christianity, I think the big rub for me is that it's not about love anymore. For some reason, it's shifted. And it's turned into about like policing everything. <laughs> I think that's also in general, it's being molded by the world as yeah. opposed to molding the world, as opposed to being a good for change, uh, being a part of the good change in the world. It's about, oh, well, this is what we see other people do that are that we don't agree with, that we we and it's OK to not agree with someone, but we're going to act yeah. just like them. Right. It's so ridiculous to take the same political stance, or not the same political stance, act like the status quo that they see. Yeah. <sighs> Tim's been making that sound. Oh my gosh. It just... So, I have it written here, a part of my script. Um, I'm just going to read it. I, I'm trying not to be bitter, cynical, and angry. I'm really not. Um, I think I've, I've gotten a lot of, a little bit of flack about this podcast being kind of negative. But the whole podcast is to talk about the things that are going wrong, right? The the between Alpha and Omega is about life and what life is happening. And I wouldn't be so angry and bitter if things were going right. Things are kind of going wrong in this country and dumpster fire all over the place. And we have been really cynical and negative about Christianity in this church on this podcast. But I have allowed these group of guys, this panel, the guests, whoever, to speak their mind. Because guess what? Things are going wrong in the church. Things are going wrong in Christianity. And I think, honestly, we need to point those things out for a change to actually happen. Yeah. I... It's also my mission and my call to do things differently. Uh, when I say I love you, I want to actually mean it. Not to, hey, here's my book. I'll sign it for you. I love you. Like, that's bullshit. Right. Or, or seeing <laughs> my friends get outcasted from church and then later denounce their faith because of how shitty the church has been to them. This pod and my mission has been, hey, let's come to the table, let's eat food, and let's talk about it. What is going wrong in Christianity? What is going wrong in the church? What's going wrong in our country? What, how, and what can we do to be better about it? What, and I think just giving those people, even myself, a voice to say, this is what I see as wrong. And these idiot Christians that come out and say, oh, I want my church open now. I want it open now. And it's like, do you realize you're putting people at risk? Are, do, do you realize that? You're supposed to be <laughs> an organization of, of love and, and hope, and you just want people to be inside your doors. Yeah. Uh, what? If you really love people and want to protect people, you'd be the last people that open at all. 
at all. But what do you worry about? You're worried about your tithe. You're worried about your money. You're worried about your community and not putting faith in God. Because if you really believe in God, if you really, really believe in Jesus, guess what? It says in the Bible, he's going to provide for you. And if you have a church and you believe that Jesus is going to provide for you, which most likely you don't because you want your doors open, even though there's a pandemic killing people, you're wrong. You're missing the point. You have gone off in the left field and you've become an organization about money, about pride, and an organization that is more about themselves rather than the people. Why aren't people in the church going, how can I provide for the people that have lost jobs? How can I provide meals for people that are, I don't know, going out of their mind because this pandemic is going on? Like, why, why isn't that happening? You study history, and I talked about this several episodes ago, but the reason why Christianity took off in the 300s is because there was plague after plague after plague killing like half of the population. And it was the Christians that stand up and said, you're sick, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to help you. Right. And then all of a sudden you get Constantine showing up and going, holy crap, like there might be something to this Christianity. There might be something to Christ if these people are being so lovely. There has to be something here. Yeah. And what I'm seeing now in our country and around me on social media is just arrogance, is pride and greed and all about money. And that's our church right now. So yeah, I am going to be angry and bitter because I see this as a wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I see this as an injustice. I really do, and it's really pissing me off. Especially when people are like, Oh, don't have an opinion about this. No, like I'm, I'm going to because you're wrong. Right. You're wrong. You're, I can prove it in the Bible that you're wrong. The scripture that you're quoting at me, you're wrong. Right. Oh, it uh, <clears throat> just makes me angry. Yeah, there's, sometimes there's righteous anger. I mean, yeah. we are, maybe as a, as a society, we are quick to anger. But there are times when we see injustice. That sh- injustice should make you angry. It right. should cause you to feel something inside. Um, so I get where you're coming from. Um, I just wish COVID attacked the stupid only (laughs) like, Oh, you have that very stupid opinion about (laughs) the stupid gene (laughs) about flat earth. Oh, it's going to attack flat earthers now. (laughs) Oh, there's some anti-vacciners that are going like going nuts with. Yeah. Let's COVID's taking out the anti-vacciner. It's Oh crud. We got to stop now having stupid opinions. (laughs) The, the racists. Oh, it's going after the Klan. Ah, we're not that anymore. <laughs> I love the blacks, you know? that's. I wish it was like that. Go, kill mm. off the KKK. That's fine. That's what I wish COVID did. But, sadly, it doesn't. It just attacks... Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. The church has kind of failed in this regard. There's, there's two industries, I would say, that have failed since... With, with COVID going down. Number one, the church, because they just haven't responded well to taking care of others. Number two is the music industry. I was like, oh man, all these artists are on lockdown. They're about to put out some amazing albums. That's the sound of my radio. <laughs> right. Nothing good has come out. I think Taylor Swift dropped, out, dropped an album. Good for you. I'll listen to it, but I'm disappointed in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. Like two Fs out there. <laughs> two Fs. To both of them. Uh, yeah, like when the church is responding, we <laughs> want to open our doors up and we're against the government and look at us. It's like, that's the complete opposite of what 
Christ was all about. Yeah. Okay. Actually, sorry. I want to make a third F. George R. R. Martin, you still haven't put out the sixth book, and it, we're in a pandemic. No excuse. F for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on season eight. I'll probably get even more angry. <sighs> My heart is like... Hashtag not your king. Oh, God. That's, uh... I, I didn't mind where we got. It was just a fast-track trip for season eight. <sighs> or it was eight or nine, whatever the last season was. It was too fast. I, I didn't think that it was as bad as everybody I agree. thought it was, and the the writers and producers were pushed into what happened. So. Agree. Yeah, it was a, it was poor business planning. Yeah, by HBO at that point. Yeah, so yeah, but at the same time, it wasn't near as good. It oh, was, absolutely. It was a big old step down. And George R. R. Martin, just put out your next book, man. Come on. Yeah, prove him wrong. Finish, my man. Finish. Well, I know that he has come out and said that he wants uh, Bron Brand 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 to be king. I know he has said that. Okay. Like, that is the original ending of what he thought of. That's fine. But there's so many weird things that the show didn't answer. Like, all right, the Starks are now in control of all the political everything. Why would you still send John away? You're in control now. That would be abuse of power. Uh, they're in control. That would, they would be abusing they, their uh, control. But they own everything now. Who's going to say, hey, you're abusing your power? Hey, you would just be dead. Okay, Donald Trump. There's some <laughs> problems with that ethically. And the Starks were oh, supposed oh, to be oh, above Oh, because that. that show is so ethically? Oh, Come I, on. I, I, would, I would say Jon Snow is a very ethical person. Uh, he tries. Yeah. But you don't send him away to put on the black. You, all right, go to the he, north. He didn't put on the black. He got to live with the free folk. Uh, I guess. It so, made me angry. I mean, it's, I would say this. The locale would not be great in uh, Beyond the Wall. That would suck for me. But maybe he's got like a nice little hut to ice fish. He finds himself a nice lady to settle down with freely. Well, you gotta find no, himself no, he, redhead. Yeah. He did, which he actually married that girl. Yeah, Egret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he took on the black. That was his whole sentence. Because he killed okay. the queen. He cool. He put on the black. Well, right. So right. Where, what is? What are they protecting now? The night from from oh, the. There's, uh, there's always something else, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. It's stupid. I hate it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I do because I like seeing you get mad. <laughs> it's you know, oh, we can talk about Star Wars. You know what I think? Into, uh, you know what I think? Mm. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good show while it lasted. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I agree. Star Wars, on the other hand, no, no, no. You can. Nev- it's unforgivable. Unforgivable. What's happened? Unforgivable. <laughs> That's that. what you are. Uh, Unforgivable. Talk about another dumpster fire. That's not the song. Sorry. <laughs> so with my rant, um, kind of what we're talking about is how can we be better? Um, like personally or as society? Yes. Shoot. Yeah. So I'm going to be personally better in society. Sure. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this, guys. I got to go. I don't know what the, that's too much. I, so I've been reflecting on this kind of stuff a lot lately, actually. Um, and I have not executed my thoughts and what God, I think, wants me to do very well. So first of all, I think I'm going to... I, I'm, I've got to back off social media completely. Yeah. Because social media is not constructive in any way, shape, or form anymore. It's because it's never just joyful and learning about people's lives anymore. 
it's always some sort of political discussion or an argument, and that's just going to fuel my rage, which I don't think I, I definitely don't need anything to fuel my rage anymore because I'm always very angry <laughs> to begin with. So there's that, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, I want to be a part of a church, and I want to have some sort of community and fellowship, but obviously I still want to be um, socially distant and cautious about everything that's going on. So, you know, trying to find out the proper way to worship God and to do it with others is something that's big on my list. And then just, like, trying to find a way to help others, you know, just just help people in any way that I can. I don't have to financially contribute. To anything i'm poor so i can't really do much there with a baby on the way and a house right bought. so you know but find a way to help people you know find a way to to present my own ministry to the world and express god's love to others without preaching at them mm. right yeah yeah i think for me i I get where you're talking about there. It's I, So I have a friend who, he's also going to be one of my groomsmen. Great dude. I mean, I was having some problems with the gutters yesterday with that torrential downpour that we had. We had a leak coming into our house. He's like, hey, here, I'll bring my ladder over. We'll clean out the gutters a little bit. And it'll be fine. And sure enough, it was. Um, he's just a friend who's gone through some crappy stuff. And so he's helped me out a ton. So my way of just trying to take care of him is like, hey, if you ever need to talk, call me. We'll we'll chat. He's yeah. like, he so he texts me. I need to ask you if I'm an asshole for asking this specific question. I asked someone. And we just chatted for a while about it. He wasn't an asshole. He was being totally reasonable. It's like, oh, it's fine. Or I I try to cook for him. He's very excited to try. He's coming over for brisket next week. It's like, yeah, come on over. We'll have some brisket. It'll be good. I feel like now we need more action than ever. We just need some people to show some love to one another. I know I need that. I think what I've maybe in order to be what I want to be, I have to understand what I need right now. I just kind of feel like I need just some love shown. I got to vent a little bit to these guys right before. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go into it now because I really can't, but some crappy stuff has happened and it just mm-hmm. has worn me out to the place where I was depressed like very depressed, not like, oh, I'm down, I feel like crap. No, 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 I was depressed and just thinking, do I have a purpose on earth? What do I, do I even matter? And just getting to vent a little bit, these guys let me do that. We all probably need that a little more right now. So if you have someone that's venting to you, they probably are, this pandemic is, is stressful enough. Now imagine if they have something else going on in their life, a pandemic mixed with a baby in a house, that's a lot to take on. I've got a pandemic, a house, and a wedding that we're trying to, we're trying so hard to get married, and everything in life is just keeping us from, from getting there. We're going to get there. It's just, you know, frustrating. So maybe what we all probably just need to do is show love to one another the way we want it. It might not always be accepted the same way. Some people might not want my brisket. They might want jackfruit. Good for them. <laughs> but uh, to each their own. Just try to do. We, we just gotta try, and maybe we're not trying as much, right? Yeah. So that's just my personal take: is try. Absolutely. Um, I find myself in a peculiar 
position where I only have the pandemic to really worry about. That's a lot still. <laughs> it's a lot still. Um, my job is very secure. I'm probably going to get money for doing the hazard that I'm doing. Um, I have roommates that I kind of have to look out for and tell them, hey, you're being dumb sometimes. Like, hey, stop going out. Which they've been really good about that other than one. <laughs> um, you, Curtis, you jerk. You jerk. Float trip. Why would you go on a float trip right Why now? Why would you? Anyway, um, so I find myself in this position of going, how can I provide provide for other people? Um, because I, <laughs> I work twice a week, maybe once a week. Uh, so how how can I help people? And <laughs> the thing that, and I don't mean to be braggadocious or pat myself on the back, but providing this for you guys, for the listeners, is awesome. And it's great. And I think a lot of people are grabbing a hold of that and wanting to be a part of this community. Uh, doing the live show is a part of that. Hopefully we can get people, viewers, being able to interact with us or laugh with us at the same time or just... Even this home church that I've been provided, both of you said, like, you want a community. How can we do that safely? Maybe we need to sit and brainstorm that out a little bit more. And I'm happy to host that and provide that. And I love doing that because I honestly feel that is more church and more ministry than anything I've ever done, honestly. Um, and I don't mean to tear down other ministries that I've been a part of or other churches that I've been a part of. And I can even throw myself under the bus. I was in charge of a ministry. And I'm saying, I think I'm doing more now than I did then by hosting this and hosting a show and uh, having people over and eating food together. And if I can expand that where it's not recorded and people are free to say whatever they want, even because even on the show we're a little toned down than we are. Some of us are more funny and whatever. But being able to provide that when people want a community is something I really feel that I need to do. I just don't know how to do it right now. I don't. I'm kind of at a loss. Like, is it Zoom? Is it just having people over? Maybe people wear masks. Maybe I set up the living room where we're very spread apart. But then you're still interacting. Like, if someone needs to use the bathroom, then it's like 12 people using the same bathroom and I, I just don't know how to get around that other than like having a whole bunch of disinfected wipes all over the house and you know being kind of crazy about it but then it would be a safe spot for everybody um, so I, I don't know I'm, I'm thinking about that and I want to provide that because I feel like I have all this free time I have <laughs> I'm not worried about buying a house I'm not pregnant I'm not <laughs> worried about getting married so how can I provide more for, you know, these two people on the couch and other people that are in my life as well? So, yeah. What's yeah. your backyard situation like? Small. It's workable. People might, I would think that'd be a great place to have like a bonfire back there. We do have a bonfire pit um, and to do something like that. Yeah. yeah. On a Saturday night, just chill out there with a the bonfire. Maybe when it gets a little cooler. For sure. Which, um, right now, it's not too bad. It's just rainy. Everyone's sinking into the grass with the chairs. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I was, you know, come late September, early October, that would be mighty nice time to 
maybe sit out uh, around a bonfire. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's totally doable. Um, we can do a smoked meat off, and you can smoke meat, and I'll smoke meat, and then we, I don't know, just a fun game. That that just sounds like fun to eat the food. It doesn't have to be a smoke off. It could literally be like, <laughs> hey, we're having a bunch of dudes no, who are making food, and be, it's good. Because we're now political, and we always have to argue about something, we... I'm going to make intentionally the worst. <laughs> I'm going to get like, I don't know, spinach and just throw leaves of spinach onto the smoker okay. and then just be like, deal, deal with this people. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Uh, You're not allowed to criticize my work. <laughs> now eat some spinach. <laughs> uh, good, good. Any other thoughts? Yeah, we've been talking for an hour and a half, so no thoughts, no final thoughts. Final thoughts? Yeah, am, final I, thoughts. am I about to die? Yeah. All right, Sorry. well, I'm not getting married now. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, I can go online right quick and, you know. Kate's not here. Do it over the phone, it's fine. I don't think it works like that. No. I think it is illegal to get married over the phone. Is it? I'm going to bet. I don't know. I would think you'd have to be present for that. I don't know. I don't know marriage laws. Well, that's my guess, and I'm sticking to it. But my final word is loquacious. I don't even know what that means. It's the final word. All right. I'm befuddled. Uh, Drew, any final thing? No? You no. said your piece. I really don't have anything else. Yeah. Um, just f- freaking stop being stupid. And love each other better. Like just love each other more and better. And if you don't agree with someone, find something that makes you happy that's not at the expense of someone else. Yeah, it's not that hard. Even if it's playing Doctor Mario on a Game Boy, go and do that. I'm tired of. I am tired of people thinking like, "Haha, isn't this funny?" This puts down this person's political thought. I don't care if it's on the left or the right. Typically, I might agree a little more with the left, but if I see someone on the left doing exactly the same thing that I see the people on the right do, I go, you are the same exact person, just with a different color. Right. You are Democratic blue, they are Republican red. Like I said, stop being stupid. Yeah, dummies. Just love each other. Like, Not everything has to be an argument. No. Nope. So stop it. Right. Stop it. Stop it. Um... Visit the website between alpha and omega.com if you would like to contact us at uh, email form. Please do. I'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on anything that we've talked about or insult us or say that we're dumb. That's great, too. Or ask questions. I think we could do a mailbag one day. Uh, yeah, sure. If ask someone, questions. If someone would actually send a question. I dare you to ask a question. Ooh, dare. Yeah. It's not like you're doing anything anyway. You're sitting somewhere alone in your darkness in the pandemic. Well, I listening to this. Tim, that might be a little too negative right there. They might be actually doing something. You might be mowing the yard right now while doing, while listening to this. Maybe. Yeah. Something productive. Yeah. Or driving somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're out there, please contact us. Let's be positive. You're doing something productive. You are listening to this, uh, thought provoking conversation. That's good. You're a good person. Mm hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. loves you. Yeah, be positive. 
between alphaomega.com, I'll have a blog hopefully by the end of the month. I know I said that last month, but I think I actually have something that I want to write about. Um, stay tuned for the live show that will be probably happening on Twitch uh, in the near future and look for that announcement. That'll be fun because I won't be able to edit anything. Ooh. Yeah. Not that I do much editing now. Anyway, okay. Bye. Love bye you. Bye-bye. Uh,